Activate your personal shield and get your trait level to three. It's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. You're touching this on the when we were talking about the heroes, but um, did you ever think about putting Obi-Wan in the game? That's uh, That's been a topic for, for a long time. And, and uh, I mean, the, the, the challenge to some degree that we have is... Um, he's old. He's only... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Palpatine's old as well. Um, yeah. I think it was also just how do we make him unique enough from Luke, uh, yeah. and also know that he was only in, you know, one of one of the three the three movies. And we really wanted to try to. Uh, well, that's not that's not because of the way we handled some of the other characters, but it's I think it was really really more down to how he differentiated from Luke. Um, yeah. In an interesting way, um, and there's also somewhat of 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 balance between. Uh, lightsaber wielding characters yeah and that's the problem with the original trilogy they only had two villain lightsaber wielders and that would be no actually just one yeah that was that's darth vader so if you have two uh, lightsabers on one team and one on the Mm -hmm. other team it could be uh, hard to balance and speaking of balancing uh, how does the balancing process work sure that's that's mainly guillaume uh, he works a lot with the other designers and, you know, we'll, th- they'll concept some stuff out. Uh, they'll figure out, this is what I'd like to do. They, you know, they have a lot of innate knowledge from the other heroes and they try to, you know, in their head go, okay, well, if I do this, will this be overpowered versus this thing? And they'll do kind of some of that theoretical work. And then what they'll do is they'll, they'll build something, they'll throw it down into the game and then we start play testing it. How does it feel? How does it work? How does it interact with these other heroes? You know, what is the um, how does how does the kind of the balance play out in one-on-one scenarios and then in team scenarios? And, and he looks for feedback from the team. He plays them a lot himself. Um, you know, and he's he's ultimately got a vision for what he wants to do with the character and how that character should feel. Uh, but he you know he'll, he'll he'll listen to feedback. He'll try to see what he can to 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 tweak the hero to keep him core to his vision, but still make him balanced. It's it's a it's a it's a you know it's it's a tough thing to get right. Yeah, and he's done a really good job getting them as balanced as possible. Yeah, he he like you know you mentioned earlier he put he puts a lot of time and effort into it. Now I'm not gonna go into Battlefront two because okay um, I want you to say what you told me because we're I'm gonna get uh, messages and stuff like why didn't you talk about Battlefront two and sure I I mean the the standard answer is we just don't have much more to say other than uh, what we've said before which is we are making a new game and that uh, you know we're listening to a lot of what fans um, have been asking for and what what they've they've been talking about you know we we try to address some feedback in in battlefront battlefront uh, today you know we've we've tried to keep the game updated and fresh and, and do things. We can't get to everything. Uh, but that's where we start looking to, you know, that fan feedback and how do we, how do we take that forward and think about it for, for the next game. But other than that, uh, that's about it. Now, now we've got some questions from our listeners. Sure. So from Owen Yard, was there ever, a, was there ever disagreement when adding a certain thing to the game? Yeah, those, those do happen. I don't want to get too much into the specifics, but uh, yeah, there's definitely been times where we'll we'll have some disagreements, and we really need to sit down and kind of work through um, the the different sides or the different uh, theories that people have on on something. And you know, thankfully, we're we're never we don't get like angry with each other. It's just they're spirited discussions, but it's always with the trying to make the best the best thing we can for the players, given given what we know and what we want to do. 
I'm trying to think of a I'm trying to think of a good example that I can at least get into uh, that isn't that isn't uh, much of a, a long backstory uh, as to why. But uh, I, I can't think of a good example off the top of my head. But I think that for the most part, yeah, we, we we do have some disagreements, but a lot of things have been very smooth. I think that we all see uh, eye to eye in a lot of things, um, and especially working together as as a, as a close knit unit for for about a year. Um, you, you start to get a feel for for each other you get you kind of have uh, you can align on ideas quicker with less controversy when you're kind of all um, marching to the same beat more or less when you're all like yep nope this makes sense I got it or I'm in a flow um, so there hasn't been too much disagreement the whole time but there there are the odd the odd opportunities okay and he's got um, three more questions <laughs> yeah he he went on a question rampage uh, one thing you want to add to battlefront but can't. Oh geez, that's a that's good an, question. It is a good question. I'm not sure. Uh, it might take me a few minutes to think of this. I wish I had an easy answer. That is a tough question. I don't, well, I might have to come back to that one. Okay. One thing you would never add to Battlefront. One thing I would never add to Battlefront. Man, these are some really good questions. <laughs> yes, um, they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, jeez. You know, I might need to like sit down and take some time with these. These are some good questions. I can't think of, like nothing comes to, to mind off. Like I, I think we, at least when we talk about a lot of these things, we nail them right. Oh, okay. Okay. I got one. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to add a lot of my rambling out. So that's good. Um, <laughs> I think, Oh no, that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I might have to give you a call back in a few hours on some of these. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> One thing that I wish you guys would add, but I don't think will ever happen, is the Bikini Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember yeah, them from the? So. Do you remember them from the Lego Star Wars game? I I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> High definition Bikini Trooper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I I have one for one thing I wish we could add. I I would be more more hero skin variants. Um, hmm. I think that. Uh, Part of this, part of this, speaks to the way that we make the character models um, when they're built in game. It's not just a, like a quick redo of an outfit over the top. We have to, we basically recreate an entire character from scratch. And you know, heroes are very iconic to Star Wars, and they get a lot of a lot of scrutiny from Lucasfilm, and they take a, a long period of time. Um, and that's that's one thing I I wish we had uh, more time to be able to get to. Going on to that a little bit, um, Dennis Branval said that the um, the stormtroopers variants for Luke and Han were coming. Is that still being worked on? No, those are then that kind of goes into my my last answer. Is those are those are something that due to time, unfortunately, um, we yeah. weren't able to complete. Um, those are things that you know you would think that sure we'll just take the the normal stormtrooper armor and then just throw that on Han and Luke's uh, head, and that's you know that doesn't quite work. <laughs> Um, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not that easy. Like I said, we have to kind of go back through and like, uh, work with Lucasfilm on, okay, is there anything different about their armor? If so, yes. And then, you know, which version of the character's head should we have? And maybe it's a different version of their hair in, in that movie yeah. versus the movie we based the other character on. So it's, it's, it's going back and recreating a lot of stuff. And, and we would rather, um, bring, bring out new content to players, something that they haven't seen before rather than just, um, a new skin. But I think that, there's the, the new skins are really interesting. I think they're a lot of fun. I just wish we had more time to, to do more of them. 
He's got one last question. One thing you wish you never added to Battlefront. Oh, man. That's another a difficult one. That's a, that is a difficult one. I don't know. I, I don't. I can't think of anything specific, but I, I can think of one thing that was that was fun, at least for. Or <laughs> I use fun in, in quotes. Um, was the the whole uh, issue around should stormtroopers be able to take their helmets off or not? I think that was a big uh, fun thing that uh, yeah. everybody got uh, got uh, pulled into. Um, so I think you know the, the the fact that we went back and then decided that okay, stormtroopers will always have helmets on. Um, that was very much due to in part of how a lot of people were, were, were commenting in the community and kind of, um, our, our feel as well. And I think that it was just, you know, it was just one of those things that kind of organically happened. And I think that, you know, it, it made sense and it was, uh, it was kind of fun to see how that whole thing just kind of came about. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that you reverted it. <laughs> yeah. It's always got, always, uh, mistook uh, the uh, the uh enemy team as one of my own because they uh had the same skin as the rebels face right uh, and i, 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 like, hey, I mean, why'd you kill and, me <laughs> and for me it was always just, i couldn't i could i could never bring myself to have a trooper without the helmet on i mean whenever i play a stormtrooper uh just the normal white stormtrooper i always had equipped the e11 and i always have a helmet on uh, and even if I want to play with a, a better gun, I can't bring myself to not use the E11. I feel like I have to be a, a full-on stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I really like the E11. It's a, it's a really solid good, gun. Yeah. So from Logan, which is um, L Bauer two fourteen, uh, when will they? When will you be officially done working on Battlefront? Uh, that's not something I can comment on. Um, okay. But uh, like, you know, I've said, uh, I think a few times in other things is we want to make sure that there's at least things happening for players um, for quite some time. So that's kind of how we, we view things. Um, I can't speak to whether or not what that means for, for development, but, uh, you know, we, we want things to, to keep players engaged from up until the next game, at least. Okay, awesome. Okay, Jabba's Mercenaries, which is at Jabba's Merc, Mercs uh, on Twitter. Did you get to watch Rogue One early because of your work on its DLC? Uh, yes, but uh, early was only a day before the rest of Sweden uh, got to see it. <laughs> and, and as I found out after I got out of the movie, that wasn't even completely accurate. There were other theaters uh, in Sweden that were playing the movie at the same time that we were watching it. Um, <laughs> we just happened to rent out one of the theaters for, for our studio. Cool. So I thought I thought our 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 partnership with Lucasfilm got us an extra day on everybody else in Sweden, but it uh, it only got us uh, uh, a theater <laughs> to ourselves. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we we um when we watched The Force Awakens, we watched it on a Tuesday, like midday, and oh, nobody nice. was in there. So we had oh, wow. basically had the studio uh, the the theater to ourselves. That's incredible. Yeah, we we uh, we watched it in Real D three. Nice, nice. I uh, recently watched uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them in IMAX, and oh my Ooh. gosh, IMAX is amazing. We've uh, so so Sweden just got its first IMAX about six months ago, I'd say. Um, and I haven't yet been able to go to it for anything. I'm hoping that Rogue One will be that opportunity, um, but we'll see. We'll see. I've I've heard mixed reviews on how the IMAX theater is here, but uh, I've been to them before, and it's it's always a good time. It has like a VR feeling to it. That's that's what it uh, reminded me of. Just how mm. the movements worked in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I am a believer in IMAX now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. So one last question. Sure. Fernando, it's uh, at Akbar BR. Will we get more game modes on Skirmish? Uh, right now, there's uh, nothing further I can say on Skirmish, uh, unfortunately. Um, so that's about that's about it. Okay. Now, what about Hero Blast? Ah, Can Hero you... Blast. Yeah. So, um, so that's an interesting that. one. Um, that one is, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you know this goes to something I mentioned earlier about us uh, working iteratively and trying to tweak things as time goes on. That's Hero Blast is something that we started work on at one point, but uh, it's something that we had to pause for various reasons. Um, so part of it is in the code, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, nothing, nothing to say, uh, about that mode itself. I am so excited for that. I love one of my favorite modes in the original Battlefronts is the, um, the hero one where you can just play around in Moss Eisley. Mm-hmm. I love that, that, uh, <laughs> game mode. We used to play that all the time and we'd do, um, face-offs like, Anakin versus Darth Vader or Obi-Wan versus Darth <laughs> Vader. <laughs> right. It was so yeah, it fun. It allows you to, to recreate some of that stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Like, That's cool. Have, have battles that you never thought were possible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I really like uh, the missions hero, bla- hero battles. Um, we'll play split screen. Like um, we did Jin versus Krennic. And nice. Uh, before that, we did Dengar versus Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> I, I really want to do um, I want to do Nia Num versus uh, Krennic. I think that's going to be fun. Ooh, interesting. Or you could have a, a, a support a support battle of uh, Leia versus Krennic. Oh yeah, we did that. <laughs> Leia won <laughs> just oh. because she could regen her health. Uh, ah, that'll do it. That'll do it. I was uh, fighting an uphill battle. Like I had. Yeah. I had like 10 health and then i did the um wrath of the empire got back to 20 health and then uh-huh. she'd get me down again and then i activated again <laughs> it's tough it's tough and that dioxys on the uh the di- uh, dioxys cloud on the droid just tore through princess leia i yeah I, uh, sam would put the shield down and then i'd go in there and put my droid in his shield so just render <laughs> his shield useless <laughs> nice that's good. That's good. So every time he'd try and go in a shield to get safe, he'd just uh, start losing health. <laughs> it was so fun. I love so, that counterplay. That's great. I, I recently just played the um, the scout bike uh, training mm-hmm. mission. And mm-hmm. man, the cinematic for the first of that is amazing. Yeah. It it made me feel like I was in Star Wars, like watching Star Wars. Right? It's a it's a fun little mission. I like that was one of my favorites. When we first got VR, I played Battlefront on the theater mode, and I did the mm-hmm. the first training mission. We we're just learning everything, and it was really fun. Um, when I was, I also played a game of Blast, and it was so big in front of me. I, I had so much fun. <laughs> it worked like that. Yeah, it's it's got a theater mode, so you can just have like a big. Oh, oh, theater mode. Sorry. Yeah, but like if you play it enough, it makes you feel like, especially if you're in first person, like it's VR. Like it makes it yeah. 3D, which is <laughs> the human brain is amazing. Like how. It yeah, can, exactly. And whenever we were playing uh, Resident Evil Seven, the teaser, uh, it makes you walk around and it makes you feel like you're moving in your gut. So it kind of feels like you're going forward. <laughs> 
Oh, it's crazy. I love VR so much. It's one of my favorite things. After this epi- after these episodes, because it's going to probably even out to be like two or three episodes, we're going to do mm-hmm. a whole podcast about our experience with the Rogue One X-Wing VR mission. Ooh, nice. Or, or as um, the Star Wars show put it, Swabro Ver <laughs> X-Wing. It is a very long name, isn't it? Yeah. Star Wars Battlefront Rogue One X-Wing VR mission. <laughs> yes. That was one of my favorite VR experiences. It uh, realized my dream of flying an X-Wing. It is intense. You know, the um, the narrator that says, uh, go over there, we're losing ground. He's got like a deeper voice. He's like the iconic mm-hmm. uh, narrator. Well, yep. Sam's, Sam has uh, named him Travis. <laughs> and um, I accidentally let him let him die on accident. I was so torn about that. I was like, no, Travis, why? <laughs> oh, and then I'm just like, uh, the, what makes it even worse is when he's uh, about to die. He's like, no, no, I think I can make it. And then he explodes. I'm just like, yeah. oh, yeah. No, <laughs> it's, just, it's that it's that throwback to the movies. Just like the uh, same thing, and you're just you're like, oh, I know what happens next. Ah, uh, yeah, yep, he's dead. <laughs> uh, I'm so sad about that. <laughs> yep, but it was super fun having you on, man. It, no, thanks. It was great. Uh, I've been I've been trying to get uh, as many developers on the podcast as possible, and oh, it's been so fun. It was like a dream come true when we got Dennis on the podcast. I, was, I bet, I bet. I was uh, almost hyperventilating. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I had to take like five deep breaths before I hit call. Oh, uh, God, that's great. I did that with you too. I was like, oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> it's time for I Star mean, we're Wars. Just, we're, just, we're just people, man, you know? Yeah, that's that's why I go through. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> Star Wars fans like me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, the the sound effects in Battlefront are perfect. Props to whoever yeah, did that. I mean, I mean that's that's straight from from uh, Lucasfilm. All the all the traditional stuff, um, and then you know we might have had to slightly tweak some of it, but for the most part, that's all original original stuff. But for some of the some of the the newer things, like um, even even some of the things in Scarif, I can't remember off the top of my head what. But our sound team, uh, you know, talked to Lucasfilm. Was like, "Do you have reference for what this this thing might sound like?" I think the U-wing was one of them. It was like, "What does the U-wing sound like?" Because, you know, players are going to fly close to it, or the they're, the ship's going to fly close to other things, and it's you know, there's going to be um, not not quite echo, but you know, a, re- a reverb off of something when it flies close to it. And we want to make sure we capture that correctly. Uh, what does the thing sound like? And you know, they're like, "Uh, huh, we don't have that yet." <laughs> it should sound close to this thing, uh, so the team kind of worked down that uh, that down a certain avenue, and then got some more reference later on, and then tried to recreate it very closely. But you know, there's some of that stuff. Um, then there's a few small things that maybe you don't hear in the same way in the movie that the team generally has to create. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, the thermal imploder is one of my favorite sounds ever. <laughs> yes, yeah, that one. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a better example. That was completely us, and then the. Uh, the sonic imploder as well is a, is a new sound that we came up with. Yeah, that one's cool too. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. 
This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. Or if you don't have the money and would like to support the show, you can go to iTunes and leave a review. If you don't know what to say, just leave your favorite Star Wars character. Our new intro music was made by Daniel Barham or at Gafunko on Twitter. G-A-F-U-N-K-O. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com and in the subject line, put podcast guest. We do the guest episodes through Skype, so make sure you have a Skype account. You can leave feedback on our email. That again is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at SWB Podcast for all things Battlefront, and you can also follow us at Tie-Dye Sheep YT for Warring Galaxy News. If there's new Battlefront news, we will cover it first on our Twitter. May the Force be with you, always. Have you have you been getting these uh, YouTube surveys on your videos? No, not yet. That is uh, for the past like five videos that I've watched on YouTube. They've been um, these random questions like, "Do you have pets and do you give them treats?" And then this one was, "Which of what? these? Yeah, <laughs> which of these movies um, will you consider seeing in theaters?" And it was just a Despicable Me Two, um, Cars Three, um, something else, and then Captain Underpants. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I went th- with the obvious choice of Cars Three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen the, Have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah, it looked like a yeah. I remember because CJ sent me a link and was like, "Hey, check this out." He's like, "I was never a big fan of Cars, but this trailer has me interested." And I watched him like, "What is this?" Yeah, and what's weird is like they don't show any faces on the cars. Exactly, and it looked more, way more realistic than the old ones, but it was still cartoony. I'm like, I don't, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I really like Cars One, but Cars Two is just the. It's, it's yeah. weird how they went. Like the writing for that is very cheesy. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's just weird. Like the first one, and then all the characters feel different. Like uh, Lightning McQueen does not feel like Lightning McQueen. He's like depressed. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a weird spin. I don't I don't know, man. It was weird. Yeah, we we recently went on a Pixar marathon. We watched all three <laughs> uh, all all two Cars movies, all three uh, Toy Stories, Monsters Inc., Monsters University. Um, what else do we Whoa. watch? We're going to watch Up and then Inside Out. <laughs> nice. I just what did I, I just watched Wally. Uh, the oh, Wally, so good. That that movie gets me. Yeah, I I love the the opening is for me is 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 really powerful. Yes, and like how he doesn't talk is amazing. Like they could con- yeah. convey that with no uh, dialogue at all. Exactly. I think that was the the big like I remember when I when it first came out. I remember just everybody I talked to was like, "Can you believe like the first twenty minutes there's no dialogue?" I'm like, "This is traditionally like a kids movie. 
How would kids sit still and not and handle a movie where there's no talking for 20 minutes? Like it's incredible. Yeah, and did you but know it's that so the compelling. the guy that did the sound effects for Wally did the sound effects for Star Wars? Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I watched cool. one of the special features and I was like, "What?" And like how they made the blaster sounds for um, for Star Wars is amazing with the um, the slinky. Yeah, the slinky. Gosh, why couldn't I figure that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's awesome. So. <laughs>